Well, hello, everyone. It is time for the show you want. It's time for Ed, and it's time for Sean. We're more than meets the eye. We're geeksters. Wah, 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 wah. Roll out. Welcome to episode 307 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Optimus Sean. Sean Tron. Mega Sean Tron. We're like, Starscream! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, yeah! All right! What is the best? You got him! All right. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to the show. <sighs> so Ed, how was your week? Um, you know, it was mostly uneventful. I uh, didn't really do too much. Uh, just kind of getting ready for things for future things coming up. No, not the holidays. Something else. Um, we're going away in a couple weeks. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. So uh, this, well, actually, we'll be on next Sunday, and then uh, after that, we'll be off for a little wit- bit. Well, yeah, because over here in America, we got the holidays. Yeah. We got, you know, Thanksgiving. We give <laughs> thanks for the giving that we get. That's right. That's right. That's where we, you know, celebrate the stealing the land. <laughs> so I think the biggest thing I did this week was, was watch a movie with you on Thursday for like oh, a rarity. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that one. Oof. <laughs> How about you? What did you do this week? Um. Okay, well... I work in retail, Ed. Yes, yes, you do. Okay, so the people who are listening out there pity me. <laughs> <laughs> Give a like. You know, go to my go to go go. Yeah, that's, that's what I went for Christmas. Give me a like on our Facebook page, Geeksers Radio. Geeksers Radio. Um, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe page. Like, go oh, help Sean through the holidays. Um, because I work in retail, it gets a little crazy, and because I work in a uh, in the industry that I work in, it gets super duper crazy. Right. Um, you know, lots of new stuffs coming out, and everyone wants to know if we have Black Friday deals. And I'm like, I don't know. They don't tell us it's like the Friday of Black Friday. <laughs> For those people who don't know, I'm sure Black Friday is a global thing at this point, where it's the Friday after Thanksgiving in America, where everyone goes, "Hey, we're gonna cut. Hey, you want a 4K TV?" For five hundred bucks, come to Walmart. We got three of them. <laughs> We're giving away at five o'clock in the morning. Actually, they're getting cheaper now. You can almost buy that nail at that price. But probably like you want it for fifty bucks. We got two of them. Yeah, wait in line with every other like 150 other people for that and, TV, and you won't know who's there because we're not going to every man for himself. Yes, you know, we guarantee you, someone's get trampled, someone's get punched, and someone's get yelled at. <laughs> There's always where's the fight? What what uh, what Walmart? Uh, what yep. <laughs> Target or what Best Buy? Was there a fight? And what uh, what made the news? Yeah, that's what I always look for. It's Friday really, nights. It's Black Friday bingo. <laughs> 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 we got. Cheap TVs, we got race fights, we got a punch in the mouth, we got women pulling each other's hair, B27, we got kids crying, bingo. I'm in. What do you win? You win the, uh, you win a good pat on the back. Um, <laughs> so we got well, the, these kind of prizes, I'd suck. <laughs> hey, you want that 4K TV that's not really 4K? Go ahead. Knock over that old lady. You know, because you got a deal on a. 4K TV. You want a 3D television? Oh. Then you have to buy an extra piece that won't be available till 
February 15th. That's right. <laughs> Buy it here. Come on in. It's only $100. I'll get myself a 4K TV. Read for pretty. It's upscale the 4K. It's not real 4K. Trust me. <laughs> but you don't know that. You see that big 4K. Or give me a smart television. <laughs> Clearly, you're not the smart the, one. The small print, just as good. And then 4K, real huge. Yeah. Like, the, just as good as yeah. real tiny. 4K, parentheses, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> smart TV. Real, smart. Internet required. Because, <laughs> you know, people are going to what do you mean I need the internet? <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a smart TV. Thought it was smart. Shouldn't be totally hooked up to the internet. <laughs> oh, sir, madam, whoever, you need to really sit down and take a knee on this one. Because ask your kids, they'll know. Oh, watch YouTube. Yeah. Use your phone. Oh. Can I watch it on my smart television? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? You're the net screen that's on your t- your phone. Yeah, 4K. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. Guess what? That's a smartphone. <laughs> it's got Google. It's got Amazon in it. That's it's, right. It's, oh, it's got everything you ever want in that phone. Oof, even Netflix. <laughs> Just got to download the app and pay it once a month. <laughs> Just like a smart TV. So yeah, I got that to look forward to. Yay. Um, I uh, been watching a lot of Full House, Ed. <laughs> watching a lot of Full House, the original Full the House, the original Full House, not Fuller House, <laughs> not the Netflix show. Even though I did watch the first seasons of that, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we have Hulu, mm-hmm. and Stacy, for whatever reason, decided to binge watch every season of Full House. <laughs> she is on season. I think we are we we, and I say we only because when I come home and if it's on, I'll watch it with her. Yeah, because I'm usually defusing for my day, so I really am not really focused on anything. But I, I'm like, what are we watching? Full House. Of course, watch a Full House. Sure, whatever. <laughs> you know. And the show honestly still kind of holds up a little bit, <laughs> which is weird because it's it's a family. somebody must have punched you in the face at work when you got it. Like, no, it's, it still holds off. No, it's it's still it still does believe it. The family values things like, oh, like, yeah. like learn a lesson here. Um, you know, like it's it's one of those like weird shows that just work. It, <laughs> it does, and I, I you know Uncle Jesse's Uncle. Je- I mean, there are. It is kind of tailor-made for the late 80s, early 90s. Yes, I did, Ed. Oh, shit. You motherfucker. Oh, damn. Oh, fuck. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah, motherfuckers. (laughs) There's a little little stocking stuffer for you. Ah. God, thank there was no oil lamp in here. (laughs) No, that'll burn for seven days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So it, it, Jesus fucking Christ! That's not I going mean, away. there are those things where, like I said, we talked about like Scott Bayo showing up, right? Um, but after that, I mean, uh, let's see what else did we? Stacy and I watched. Uh, did we watch any movies? Did I tell you I saw Hotel uh, Hotel Transylvania three? I think we did. Yeah, I told you it was. In. See, it's, it's it's hard now because I think the stuff I'm like we did this, and I'm like, no, I think you were talking about this on Thursday. So right. Like we watched Hotel California, Hotel California, Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I, I didn't like it as much. I liked to me the, my favorite one's the second one. Mm. With you know, I liked that one the most. And then we watched Jurassic uh, World: Fallen Kingdom. Mm. Uh, that was really good. I liked that. Highly recommend that one. I don't know if I talked about it in the past. No. I started watching um, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch on Netflix. Yeah, my, watched, my wife's watching that now. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. 
Um, I also there was this weird documentary called The Other Side of the Wind. It is. <laughs> I know it's kind of funny. It's about my farts. <laughs> the other side of the way. It's about Orson Welles oh. and his last picture, which was supposed to be. Oh no! The name of the documentary is "They'll Love Me When I'm Dead," mm. and the name of the movie that's about it's about him doing his last picture, which was called "The Other Side of the Wind." Okay. Um, and it's re- It's supposed to be. It was very. I gotta be honest. Kind of ahead of its time. It was supposed to be a documentary about a director filming his last picture. It was very, very, like, in, Inception in a way. Mm-hmm. It was very meta for a late 70s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to start... It, well, it stars John Huston as the director. Um, but Orson Welles... It was, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's narrated by Alan Cummings. Mm-hmm. And it's... For those people who don't know, Orson Welles is the voice of Omnicron. <laughs> Which is weird. Unicron. Unicron. Omnicron. <laughs> Unicron. <laughs> Unicron. It's, okay, here's an idea. Here, I'll put it in regular terms. You know the brain from Pinky and the Brain? Mm-hmm. That's who Orson, sound, Orson Welles sounds like. He sounds like the brain because the guy who does the voice for the brain is doing an Orson Welles impersonation. Yes. Um, uh, you know what? If you want to know, Google Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it's like it? apparently the best picture in the world or something it's, like that, or yeah, at least in America. Everyone says it's the greatest movie ever made. But more importantly, he also did War of the Worlds. Uh, he did the radio play on the East Coast in New York that made everyone go batshit crazy yeah. in, in, what, the 30s? I think so, yeah, um, the back. <laughs> right. He, he, made, he made people think that there was an alien invasion. He was reading the book, or they made a radio play. And there's so much about Orson Welles, like the Jake and the oh, Fat Man. You could, you know, yes, Jake and the he, Fat he was Man. The, he was the Fat Man. And then <laughs> if you go to the Dean D. Martin Celebrity Roost, there's a couple. He's in yes. that a few times. So there's a, there's a he's, he's got a very distinct voice. Yes. Um, also, but I think he, the last greatest thing he done was Unicron. Yeah, was Unicron of, of uh, Transformers, yeah, a cartoon movie in 1986. The 80s. Yes. Um, I also know he also did a. Um, um, a walk-on kind of a guest on Moonlighting <coughs> right before then too, so it was like, oh, all right. Um, I've covered my nose though. Oh, still, it's still wafting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm potent. Um, <laughs> That's an understatement. So it's it's um, it's it was kind of I, I had to stop it because it was starting getting like real. I started watching it real late and mm-hmm. I had to get up real early, so I'm like, I got to stop this because I'll, I'll never. I'll I really want to finish it. But if I finish it, it'll be like four thirty in the morning, and I gotta be work. I gotta be work at seven. You know, yeah. it's like it ain't happening. You know, um, more like nine. I had to be up at seven anyway. Um, I had to replay that in my head. I'm like, that's wrong, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Written in red. Um, and it was it was fascinating so far. What I've seen, it was just really like he was kind of ostracized from Hollywood, mm-hmm. and he goes overseas and does some pictures there, and kind of got you know. He was kind of like the king of the independent film, so to speak, because mm-hmm. uh, he he was very. F- some of his ideas back in the day were very um, commonplace now, right. but back then it was like, oh, how dare you do that? You can't do that. And he's like, why not? Let's, you know, let's explore. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's experiment. This is film. It's it's all a lie anyway. It's all magic. So let's just have fun with it. And everyone's like, no, no, it's got to be real. And he's like, ah, okay, whatever. You know. <laughs> um, that was fascinating. What I've seen so far, um, and they also Netflix also has like that and the actual film on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I'm like, let's watch the documentary and then see if I can watch the film. I don't know if I can because Citizen Kane was kind of tough for me to get through. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
I don't know why it was the number one picture. It was boring. It, it was. It was, all it right. was a tough watch. Um, I didn't get it, especially when you already know what Rosebud is. It's kind of what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> like there's no. I already got spoiled. Damn it! I was spoiled for like thirty years for me. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think what else we've we done. Uh, not much. I mean, outside of coming over to your place the other night uh, <laughs> to watch a, a movie, I guess we should talk about. <laughs> yes, I want to start off, though, by saying that like because I have Sling, every once in a while, and it seems like every weekend, I get something for free. They always try and want me to pay more money. And I go, no. Sure. But they go, well, here's this weekend free. You know, here's a, yeah. here's two months of this for free. Here's, you know, so they keep giving me stuff. And I'm like... I'll take it for free. Yeah, free is great. So I get, price. I get Epic's, uh, I do have an Epic's channel, Epic's Drive-In, but there's, of course, Epic's 1, 2, and I think Family or something like that. And as I was looking through, there's a lot of movies that I've already seen, but some new ones that were out, and one that we, Sean and I, have <laughs> have not seen. I don't think we own either one. Of his I own do a- not own it. Every <laughs> once in a while, I keep thinking about it. It has to be, like, it has to be the right price. Every once in a while, I'll walk by, and it's the right price, and I want to buy it, and I'm usually with Stacy. Yeah, and Stacy's always going. Why do you want that movie? Because you hated the last one. <laughs> you thought the other one was stupid. And you know this one's going to be stupid. So why do you want it? And I'm like, because it's part of the collection. Yes, I, I, I'm I, a collector. I, I need that the I, full I, collection. I, I need it. I don't care if it was if 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 the if progressively the series of movies have gone from pretty good to holy shit. I can't believe I watched that. <laughs> I, mean, I still need it all. And she <laughs> looks at me. She's like, you're not spending money on that. But it's like ten bucks. I don't care. <laughs> so, so the movie we're talking about. I'm gonna have to wait till she leaves for Texas. There you go. She goes away, it goes away, and I'll just buy it and put it in the collection, and she'll never know because <laughs> she doesn't go. She doesn't look in that section. She just doesn't. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna buy it and throw it right there. Right. She'll never know unless they come out with a cool box set, which I think they're already out there. <laughs> I think there's like a steel book collection of all five movies i think it just came out we were just talking about I, last week or i think was. so yeah, and yeah. i'm like fuck maybe now i kind of want to watch it <laughs> <sighs> maybe i need it but i uh, so anyway just, just tell them what it is <laughs> transformers the last night Oof. the fifth installment of the transformer series by michael bay and i'm glad i saw it for free <laughs> oh my god i still think someone owes me money <laughs> uh i'm 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 glad I didn't pay for it, oh, and uh, painful. Well, it was still painful to watch. I mean, it was it was still the the movie you you go, what the fuck did I just watch? It felt like that. The first thing I have to say is it felt like it was six hour movie, even uh, though it was a two and a half hour. It was a movie. two and a half hour movie, and there's a moment where Ed had to push the movie on pause, and when you push pause, the time comes up on the movie. There was still an hour left, and I got mad. <laughs> I legitimately got yep. mad. I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" There's an uh, an hour left in this thing. I thought we were already two hours in. That's how it felt. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I thought the what was it? The third one was horrible. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, it was well, was the thing we saw, it was the third one we saw in the theater, the two of us, and we just made yes, fun of it at the theater, it. you know, because we didn't care because we knew it was bad. And there wasn't many people in the theater. No. And then when the fourth one came on, the one with Mark, with Mark Wahlberg, yeah. I bought it on Blu-ray because I really wanted the, the statue of... Uh, uh, this, is how, this is how bad I am. <laughs> this is where people go, Sean's got a problem. <laughs> it is Optimus Prime riding Grimlock. Yes. With the sword and everything. I'm like, 
you need that. Yeah. I needed that at the time. I knew the movie was going to be bad, but it was like 60 bucks, I think it was, for the statue with the movie. I'm like, I really want the statue. I'm getting the movie for free. That's how I rationalized it. Because <laughs> I think that if I really you, want the artwork, not the crappy right. movie that came with like, it. I'm, I'm going to buy it for the steel book. Uh, like, you know, like, <laughs> it was, and the statue's nice. I like the statue. It's not you know of the greatest quality, but it's, you know, Optimus Prime, Ryan Grimlock. When, yeah. when, when, when the fuck are you going to see that? Right? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a rarity. You know? right. yeah, yeah, so we watched that one here, and oh, how sad. It was, wasn't good either. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we, we kind of think that we realized that, you know, we kind of always suspected that Michael Bay was a little bit of a perv. But this one kind of felt worse. Yes. Because it was the, the fourth one was, hey, look, Mark Wahlberg, God, I think we found a Transformer. Dim-witted inventor, first off. And then, of course, he's got a 16-year-old daughter, 17 years 17 years old who is dating a 20-something-year-old race car driver. Yes. And that the dad doesn't like it, but the boyfriend knows that in the state that they're in, he has to make sure he has a card that says he's allowed to date so it's not statutory rape. Yes. And it's like, really? (laughs) And it really felt like um, it was, well, when that was the third one. Megan Fox, I'm I'm sorry, she was smart getting fired from (laughs) because (laughs) you didn't have, you also didn't have Shia LaBeouf in this one. Uh, It was just, it was weird. It was just horrible. This one, though, by far the worst. Yes. By it, far. It, it was like you, you think the four, you think can't get any worse. This is the bottom of the barrel. It's like, nope, they scraped it further, and they found more space. And they threw Anthony Hopkins <laughs> in. <laughs> it's like, we need to class this place up. What do we want to do? Get Anthony Hopkins. He'll do it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, does he like, need work? Does he, uh, does he owe somebody money? It's like, I hope he just got a big fat paycheck. He's like, how much? Yeah, I'll do it. Like, <laughs> or it's you know, we call one of those, and and it, you know it's got Mark Wahlberg, uh, whoever, <laughs> Josh Jumal, and contractually obligated Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I owed Paramount. I owed Paramount a picture. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. Contractually but... obligated, sir, sir Anthony Hopkins. I forgot he's been knighted. That's right. <laughs> I just. I felt bad. I was like, uh, it's either this or Hannibal 3. The woman who's in it, I forget. She was a British girl. Yeah. She, there were moments I thought she looked like Megan Fox. Yeah. She was like a British version of Megan Fox. And I mean, I think Megan Fox is still kind of sexy and kind of hot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, at least she's pretty. But they had her. There was like outfit changes that didn't seem to fit with anything. Like she didn't make sense. She was wearing heels at points where she had to run. It's like yeah, why? Are, and and there's cobblestones everywhere. And we're like, why would you make her run in heels? And I'm like, oh, it's it's Michael Bay. Like I, you know, first of all, it starts off with but explosions, explosions, explosions. Yes, car porn, explosions, explosions, robots in disguise, explosions, explosion. And then ten minutes later, this movie starts. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the only setup they gave which really was like a terrible setup and then the rest of the you couldn't like it just it took off the movie took off and by the time you caught up to what was actually happening it well it took off again and like you know there were moments where characters were there then they disappeared without reason and then they showed up again without reason yeah it was like like megatron megatron for he's he teams up with the humans to find this scepter of 
of Mer, um, we call it Merlin. Yeah. And then the at staff one, of Merlin, yeah. Right, he's a staff of Merlin, and then at one point he just completely disappears, and then shows up out of nowhere to fight Optimus Prime when he comes back. Who's all who? I gotta get this off my chest. There's a moment I'm spoiling. I, I, real, people, I swear to God, I hope you didn't watch this. If you and if you're looking forward to it, spoilers. Strap in because this one to me was I, I. This was free, and I wanted to get my money back. <laughs> all right. There is a moment where Optimus Prime goes back to his home planet and basically gets um, Jedi mind tricked into thinking that. You know, he's doing good. He mm-hmm. winds up becoming kind of like an evil version of himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And he comes back to Earth, and he's fighting Bumblebee. And him and Bumblebee, now at this point, Bumblebee doesn't have his voice back yet. So he's doing the whole, you know, voice box radio thing. And at one point, there was a joke where he should, he could have gotten his voice box back, but he didn't, you know, whatever. Well, no, he got he gets a voice box from this junk dealer robot right. that, you know, says... Hey, like, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> says that's Bumblebee's voice box, and it's not. It's a girl's voice box. Yeah, and he gets all oh, gets all pissy about it, and he rips it out. But then later in the movie, he still has it. Yeah, which I, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like I guess suspend disbelief. I mean, I guess they're robots in disguise. So I guess so are voice boxes. <laughs> um, so he's him and Optimus Prime are, are fighting, and there's a moment where Optimus Prime is getting ready to kill Bumblebee, and out of nowhere, Bumblebee uses his his original voice. voice yeah and instantly optimus prime stops gets out of the trance and he's like oh my god what i've done and bumblebee i haven't heard your voice in so long it was basically martha <laughs> it was basically there's batman getting ready to kill superman and he's like save martha martha who's martha i was waiting for him to go i need to save martha and then fly off yeah it was that horrible of a scene it was like I, no, it's supposed to be when Optimus Prime remembers who he is, and it, Bumblebee brought the humanity back in him. He's a fucking robot. He shouldn't have known anything. And the fact that he was like, "I haven't heard your voice in so long," and let me snap out of it. Yeah, you know. And then, and then rallies the troops as if nothing. No one's gonna go, dude. You just were kicking ass, and taking names. We're now supposed to trust you. Kiss our ass. Oh, because you're Optimus Prime. Because you're you roll out and you're the original voice. We must listen to you. <laughs> and and all the robots are are illegal. All the all the Transformers yeah. are illegal. So that was the other thing too. Now the army's now behind them to save the day. You know. Like, yes, they're with, first. They're all the bad guys, and, and then you know, we need the staff of Merlin and to stop the world from being eaten up by Cybertron, the planet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the girl who's using. Who, I got to be honest. Reminded me a lot of First Contact, Star Trek, First Contact with the Borg mm-hmm. and the Queen Borg, how she looked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I say that, yes. Because she was, she was like all like all seductive and kind of sexy, but also very robotic. Yeah. And, and she was able to seduce Optimus Prime the way she tried to seduce <laughs> Data. And I'm just like, I've seen this plot before. <laughs> And then they th- I'm like, it's seen the Michael Bay once again has kind of lifted things from other movies. I guess movies everyone does at some point. But yeah. Some do it better than others. Some do it the way Michael Bay does it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw explosions in. The kids won't care. Yeah. Saying, look, hey, look, here's we'll do an upskirt shot of this girl. Keep dad happy. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, 
That's the thing. Like, like she she wore outfits. So it's like some like that. I don't know what the girl's name, but I don't really care. <laughs> but she wore these outfits. You're like, she looked like a hooker, and it's like you know, like it's like she was supposed to be a teacher, a yeah. professor, and I. She's wearing this shirt that, like, basically, like any moment could fall open and her boobs would be exposed. Or, like, or I she think. wore this really tight couture dress. Yeah, that it's like it's like I don't know how she walked in it. You know, I, like where it was so tight. You know, when a, when a girl okay, uh, when a woman wears a skirt so tight that her legs when she walks have to crisscross to to keep from falling over yeah. because she can't, and so she doesn't waddle like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the dress she wore. That she's supposed to have got from the castle that Anthony Hopkins was living in with this psycho robot. Yes, I. Whew, there was a lot going on, folks. I a lot of bad subplots. Right now, a lot of people are going. I love that movie. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I want to hold you and tell you that it's going to be. I feel like going. I feel like grabbing a dog going. Where on this doll did they touch you? Because <laughs> clearly something's wrong. I. <laughs> You know, like I love when a good robot punches a bad robot in the face. I'm not gonna lie, Pacific Rim, love it. Giant robots punching giant monsters, plot almost non-existent. Yeah, I don't care. I knew what I was getting when I go in there. Transformers, I get it. Giant robots punching other giant robots, I get it. Not supposed to be much of a plot, but at least make it somewhat interesting, right? I, and try to keep somewhat consistent, and don't suck two and a half hours out of my life going. Yeah, look over here, look over here. Oh, nope, now look over here. Yeah. Well, also, too, it was like there was like so many explosions in this movie. Like, and it was like, it was like the formula was inspirational speech, slowdown of an action sequence, explosions. Don't forget the um, slide down a 45 degree angle inside of something. Right, that was falling or that something. That was falling or rising up. This, this instead That's of, right. Instead of, instead of, you know, like in, in the third one, how they were, the building was falling down, they were sliding down, they had to grab on the columns. This was a spaceship that was flying up out of the sea, but it was causing, they had to tilt up. So they had to slide down that and guess what? Grab a column. You know? <laughs> <laughs> to wait until it leveled off. It's like, in slow mo, it's like, oh, wow! You're, is, are you even trying? Like, like what we need? Um, okay, it's okay. We're just gonna slow it down in the in the end in, in post anyway, um, and we'll throw a couple explosions. And who cares if? And the and the thing is, is like you watch some of these action, like the not the action scenes, but the the the, the talking scenes, the monologues, and the the uh, uh, conversations that are going on. Notice how they flubbed their words. Like I think, like they didn't care. They're like, yeah, we'll just do this take. This is this is probably the best take out of all the takes we took of this. This interaction between these three people and they were flubbing lines. Like even Anthony Hopkins was. I made a mistake in one of the lines that nobody really, I don't think, noticed, but I noticed it. And I'm like, no, I know Anthony Hopkins do it better than that. That job right there. Someone should have went. Do you want a second take? And he's like, no, it's perfect. I'm sorry, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> This is cutting into my tea time. Let's wrap this shit up. Sure thing, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh, was Ian McKellen busy this day? Because, God damn it, couldn't you guys have gotten like Sir Christopher Plummer? He makes a good, you know, he, nine days he can do a whole part. Why don't you just bring him in next time? You know, oh, so bad, so bad. I'll see the next one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that said the most. It seemed like it set up a sequel, and they were like, oh, no. It totally did set up a sequel. It's like, really? Uh, 
Yeah, because you find out the Earth his original name was uh, Omnicron. Is it Omnicron? Or is like, did I do it again? Unicron. Unicron. Optocron. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I'm tell, I'm sorry. I think Optocron's a good name for a, for a Transformer. <laughs> First it was Omnicron. Omnicron. Opticron. Cromwell. Crom. I'm sorry. I think I got a new Transformer in there. I'm telling you. <laughs> What's he like? Uh, he's kind of like a clown. Omnicron. 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 I'm the clown. I'm the clown. Transform into a tiny car. He he you know no what happens is he transforms into a, a clown car and he breaks off into little pieces that just keep coming out <laughs> at the side of the door. <laughs> little cars come out of them. It's like a barrel of monkeys. Except, you know, he opens the door and these little robots come running out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And he <laughs> Transform into animal balloon. <laughs> Shape of a bottle of seltzer water. <laughs> Change of an apple. Banana cream pie. <laughs> Banana cream pie. So yeah, there was there was that, folks. Uh, whew, it was tough. It was, it was, it was really really tough. I, I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. Uh, so look for that in a store near you. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm trying to think. Like, there's anything? I did start also watching um, that. I did. Oh, you know what? I'm watching the. TV show, it's 11-something-63, the the Hulu series with James Franco, where he's based on the Stephen King novel, uh-huh. where he goes back in time to stop the Kennedy assassination. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really, really good. I got It's only eight episodes, and I think I'm like halfway through, but it's really good and really interesting. And I'm like, all right, I'll watch that. <laughs> hey, all right. All right. Hey, you. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. I also I watched a couple episodes of uh, the Justice League action. Oh, really? Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it's no Justice League, the other cartoon. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's got it's got everybody in it. It's got, you know, Kevin Conroy and all, but... Oh, I also did get... Um, I forgot to tell you. Here, you would like to hear my review on Batman the Animated Series on Blu-ray? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, here, 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 here. I didn't fart it. He's, yeah, sure he's he's fan and his fan is. His it's nose. coming back again. It, it's like a circle. It's a, a circle. There's, there's a there's a tornado. <laughs> Maybe it's, and, um, it's coming stuck around in the pad in the seat here. Yeah, stop moving. <laughs> it's like trapped and it's like. <laughs> um, so yeah, the other day um, I purchased uh, Batman the Animated Series on Blu-ray. All right, came in the it's the deluxe special edition. Ed, um, I didn't get it with the T-shirt or the you know the, I. Sad Did you get the mini figures or whatever? I think yeah, the mini figures, figures kind, of, kind of came with it. They're like little tiny. Pop figures, maybe mm. about an inch and a half, two inches. Oh, tall. really? They're really tiny. They're okay. really, really tiny because they're actually are in the case, and then when you this case actually slides like a booklet slides out, mm. and then you have all the Blu-rays, and then it, the transfer is fucking gorgeous. Like if you watch them on DVD, mm-hmm. they're kind of grainy and they look worn. Yeah, these are crystal clear. It's like they went back and was like, okay, we all know, no, everyone loves this series, so let's. Take the time and actually do it right because it was it, they're gorgeous looking. Well, I was saying they were talking about this I think a year ago and they were yeah. you know they were showing the transfer and what they were doing into yeah. it and it was really like a huge amount of work that they're putting into it and that's why it took so long for it to finally be released. Worth was, every penny of the hundred dollars I paid for it. That's good. 
Uh, yeah, a hundred bucks, and it's from, from from Amazon, by the way, <laughs> Amazon Prime. <laughs> now here's the question, because you were you were talking about this on Thursday. Uh-huh. Now your your fiance is a huge animated series yes. fan. I can think, think of nobody uh, as a bigger fan than her because she's can name episode names and she can, yeah. she can tell you what the episode's about and who was in it and that kind of thing. And it's, it's phenomenal, her knowledge. It, it really is. <laughs> now, you, one of your biggest fears was the fact is that she was going to watch it before you even got to come home. And Nope, she was real good about it. Okay. She, because um, I was at work and then <clears throat> halfway through the day, <clears throat> excuse me, I was like, hey, did we get any mail? He's like, yeah. Here's the problem, though, is my dad's the one with the um, the Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. so he actually opened the, the box, and uh, you know had the it was still shrink wrapped, mm-hmm. so no one touched the shrink wrap, but Dad did open up the box because it came in his name. Right. And when he opened, he, he said he felt bad because Stacy's like, why? He's like, well, because it's for you guys. I shouldn't have really opened it. And she's like, it's got your name on it. I can't. I'm like, I'm not even like. You know, it's good. That's a good point. It's got yeah. his name. So I wasn't really. I was hoping that she wasn't gonna be like, oh well, shit. Let me go see it before Sean does and open it up. And next thing I come home and she's in bed watching it, going like disc three already. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to pop the Batman cherry. Okay. I, I, I opened it up and I got to you know fold open the book and go. Oh, they come with these um these lithographic card like 3d um cards mm-hmm. uh and i'm like it's, it's real sweet it comes i didn't know digital copies of every episode oh wow so i was like oh snap like we can watch them right now ed hold on <laughs> <laughs> like I, it, it's um it's my voodoo i think yeah. account i'm like I'm glad. And if you connect like your other ones, you could watch it either on your Google Play, your uh, yep. you give YouTube, and I, I, all yeah. those. Yeah, it's on my face. It's, it's I'm like I don't. I can watch an episode at work if I wanted to. Right. Like, hey, I'm on break. What are you gonna do? Watch Batman. You know. <laughs> uh, so like, and we I popped the disc in, and she um she she's practical. Mm-hmm. I already own them on DVD. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't understand why you need them on Blu-ray, but I understand. Like, she's like, I, I can't. It's Batman the Animated Series. You know how much I love it, so I can't really be mad that you're buying it. Mm. She's like, I just want. What are you going to do with the DVDs that you, uh, the box set that you already have? Because I have all four seasons on DVD. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to give them to my nephews. I'm going to let them enjoy it. Yeah. She's like, okay. It's like so. That's how I was able to kind of do the old. Oh no! I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share doing. the experience yeah. of the younger generation. I'd be like this came before me, son. Here you go, <laughs> nephews. You know, like go watch and be Batman. You know, <laughs> um, but it was funny. Like she was in bed reading, and I, um, she's like, "Are you gonna watch it?" I was like, "Yeah." And she's she's super obsessed now with Harry Potter, so she's rereading the books again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like her go-to thing now. So she was in bed reading Harry Potter and. She only likes certain episodes of Batman, mm-hmm. but she sure as shit knows what episode I'm watching based on just the soundbite that she heard because she was laying in bed and she had her earphones on or something, and she wakes up, and it was on Leather Wings, which is the very first Batman episode in the animated mm-hmm. series. She's like, um, she was in the bathroom, and I'm watching that pop in and I'm like, ooh, this is awesome. She comes, walk, she comes walking in without even looking at the TV. She's like, oh, so it's on Leather Wings. I'm like... <laughs> she she heard Bullock say something and she knew what it was. I was like, wow, you're good. See, now after you watch the series, what you should do is put random episodes on and see if she can guess it. Without her looking, like put a blindfold on her or something like that. And you can only hear it and see if she gets it. Like, how many, you know. That's a good point. I'll be like, hey, babe, what do you want to do? 
Yeah, 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 sure. Just close your eyes. I'm going to put a movie in. I'm going to put a disc in. What episode? Oh. <laughs> uh, she probably would be able to do it. Yeah. she's... I know, because she, she's... So, so I'll mention like something, that. and then she'll she'll know the episode. She would know the characters. It was, like, amazing. I'm like, I barely remember some of it. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. Like, I now I remember it. <laughs> she tells me the cab of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and it also came, too, with, like, if um, when the when the DVD set came out the first time, like, there was, like, a special edition box set that I completely missed mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. It came with like some giant special features that were also remastered for the Blu-ray, and I was like, oh, "I get to watch them, yay!" <laughs> and it comes with um, the the mask of the Phantasm, you know, the movie. Yeah. Um, it also comes with uh, Batman and Sub Zero, which is it gives you like a it's like a Sub Zero movie, mm-hmm. but it also gives you the chronological order of all the Batman episodes that he's in. And I was like, it was really, it was, it was nice. It's a nice little set. I'm good. Um, I, I I like it a lot. Ed. I like it a I lot. Like it a lot. I also, sir, I'm also still playing Red Dead. <laughs> so, you know, howdy, partner. Howdy. Howdy. So, uh, uh, what's coming out in Blu-ray this week, Ed? Since we're talking about it. Not really a whole hell lot, but uh, the Meg is coming out uh, this week. So, uh, uh, it's a Meg. If you want to see something bigger than the Jaws, the Meg is your movie. Uh, <laughs> bigger than the Jaws is where I fight a, a giant shot. I guarantee you he says well, you were an ugly motherfucker at one point. <laughs> Sure, I'm surprised you couldn't get a car in there. Uh, it's a prehistoric 75-foot-long shark known as the Megalodon. <laughs> All right. Uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. That's the, the movie that came, the little short that came out before Little Coco. short? <laughs> 20, it was 25 minutes long, Ed. It's not, that's not a shirt. That's a mini film. <laughs> that's a TV episode. Well, let's, you know, it was came out before Coco, if anybody saw Coco. Yeah. So now it's got its own DVD. I, I think there's it. six uh, individual movies, little shorts, that are smaller than 25 minutes. No. That are all... Oh, yeah, it's a Pixar short collection. Yeah. But the Olaf is an actual story where... Well, no, the Olaf's here, and then the, and then there's a the Pixar short collection, uh... volume three. Now, if you don't have these uh, Pixar... When I was in college, that's how I Pixar came around. It was, of course, you know, talking about late 80s, early 90s kind of era. No, uh, I'm Let's sorry. Let's go back in time. No, it was, I'm sorry, that because that was high school. Before cable. <laughs> about the early 90s, it came out that, that there was a uh, film in this college. We were going to this, going to this university, and there was, it was like a, a film festival, like a cartoon animated film festival. They showed the uh, Wallace and Gromit was for the first time. Okay, uh, Pixar was was prevalent in a lot of it. There was like at least a good hour of Pixar films. Alone. Oh, really? And it wasn't anything that you know, like any of the, the the big film stuff. It's all the little the little shorts that they had. Right. And then when Disney, of course, released it, they released that's the first volume, and everybody loved it. It was showing their animation, and then they came with volume two, which showed more right. of what they can do. So this is another like the next uh, episode yeah. of what. Pixar has figured out in terms of animation in their style, and you know how like you know like the there was if you if if you're if you're if it's still around which I don't think it is but if the, the history of Pixar came around in the different Franklin Institutes uh, Mellon area oh, yeah. all the all the uh, uh, highbrow uh, history museums kind of thing had these exhibits about how Pixar figured out different things like with Meredith ha- and, and Brave that movie Brave her curls and how they moved. Or in Finding Nemo, how the fish move and, and patterns right. and stuff like that. Stuff like that, that that you find is like nothing when you look at it was very scientific and they had to come up with these equations yeah. to, to build that kind of stuff. So it's that kind of thing. That's what they're showing off is like what they've learned and what it like, what's like it ups the animation. I remember going on a class trip. I think it was like a senior trip mm-hmm. in the 80s. 
Um, and we went to go to the Franklin Institute, and the thing they showed us was the very first Pixar film, mm. which was the the little lamp that you know now is yes. the icon. It was that sh- it was that short film that we saw, mm. and it was for me. I'm as a computer nerd and, and an animation kind of lo- love of cartoons and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my god, that is fucking amazing. It was real high tech for the time. Yeah. Oh, nowadays you look back and you go, I can't believe, you know, like that started. Like when you look at the original Toy Story, it's still, it looks plasticky. Yes. It's supposed to because they were like, well, this is all great and all, but they don't look real enough. We'll make them toys. Like, you know. <laughs> um, but when seeing that first one for the first time with my class, I remember watching it going, wow, that's awesome. And they're going to make, I can't, I'm like, I can't wait for them to make movies with that shit. And yeah. They're like, never going to do it to make you watch. Well, there's like there's one like a little toy that makes noise, and there's a baby, and the baby looks horrible in this movie. Right, it's a short. But the thing is that that they look back at that and they go, they realize like back then it was cutting edge, but now they go, oh, we could have done a lot better with that, right. with the, just along with that baby alone, with the different technology we've learned, a lot of different techniques we learned. So it's one of those type of things that just grew that way. That, that you know, you you they can always improve upon it and make it better if they sure. wanted to. Right, uh, so like. Good. So like that's coming out, and then uh, the jerk, the 40th anniversary uh, edition oh. is coming out. Uh, that's right, the jerk is 40 years old. Wow, <laughs> makes you feel old, doesn't the it? The adopted son of a poor black sharecropping family. <laughs> 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 and the joke is, it's Steve Martin, and he's white, and he was adopted as the son of a poor black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to this day, I still do the old like. I, this is we're so dating ourselves because people are like, I don't know what that movie is. But whenever he, I'm like, I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing except this. And I don't need just. I don't need anybody or anything except this. And oh, I want that. And then I don't need nothing but this and this. Oh, and there's that. <laughs> it makes me cry every time because I'm like, to this day, when I, whenever I get mad or I'm like going to leave a room, I'm like, I don't need nothing like this except this. <laughs> I don't need this. that. I don't need nothing. I got this and this. It's all I ever need. Maybe that. <laughs> or when he finds his purpose in life, he's going to do it over and over again. Oh, that's a great movie. All right. What else you got coming out? Uh, Dances with Wolves, a steelbook limited uh, edition is coming out. No! Makes you feel it all again. Yeah. It's, it's another, does, another classic movie. Yeah. It's always in the top of the list of, of movies with uh, uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Uh, single white female is making the Blu-ray jump. Oof. I don't know why. I don't know why I brought it, but I just... You know why? Because it's, 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 they remake this movie like every five years, it feels like, <laughs> with somebody new, and everyone's like, oh my God, it's so prevalent. I'm like, yeah, I like the better one. It's called Single Way Female. Yeah. And what's that? <sighs> Moving on. What else you got? Uh, School Days, 30th anniversary edition is coming out on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. What else you got? Uh, Justice League, the original. Uh, Thrones of Atlantis. Uh, Thrones, that's right. This yeah. is the 4K, getting the 4K treatment. Oh, so if you want, if you want to see your animation 4K on that movie, which I still haven't seen, I, I have it, but I still haven't seen it. Really? Yeah, because you, yeah, you saw it, and then you like, oh, it's you're not like, bad. Yeah, you're like, it's not that bad, and you just kind of like, um, you want to watch it, you're like, no. Nope. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. What else you get? Uh, we have uh, some like it hot. Uh, the Criterion Collection. This is of course some great old actors that I appreciate and. Uh, it's one of those great movies. That's it's, it's kind of like Bosom Buddies in the f- like forties. Yeah, it's two guys that dress in drag. Yeah, Jack Lemmon and uh, Tony Curtis. And uh, what do you call Marilyn Monroe's in it? In yes. Some, in what may be her best performance, 
I don't know, right, whatever. I think I think her being married to Joe DiMaggio was the best performance, but whatever. <laughs> that could just be me. Right, what else you got there? Uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 1 is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Oh, true. So all I had to do was wait and not pay for the app. Huh? That's right. Wow, imagine that. That means it'll be on Netflix soon. That's the same. <laughs> Catch it on Netflix. Right Catch it at a red box near you. <laughs> 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 what else you got there? Uh, Preacher season three. Uh, I, I said this is a hot. Like I enjoy this highly. This is one of those sh- odd shows. It's so bizarre, but it works so well on so many levels. If you're not seeing it, go now. Season three is out. Catch up on it. It is phenomenal. I mean, they they even push the envelope with with Satan and some other characters, and it just it just works so well. And it's just it's it's funny and and disturbing at the same time it really 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 well done <laughs> all right what else you got uh scorpion i don't know if you remember the show on cbs I remember the show yeah it's a complete series is now on dvd if you want to catch the whole box set uh you know and and yeah all right i mean i gotta be honest i i, I remember see I, it's one of those shows where it's like oh okay so it's a bunch of smart people figuring out crimes <laughs> That's great. Did, did that some, was there another show somewhere back in the day? There's a bunch of shows like that, Ed. <laughs> this one had the guy from T2. Yes. And Robert Patrick, and he was getting an elite squad of smarty pants and had shit break in it. And, uh, <laughs> from, right. and, and they were all smart, but also a little socially inept. And, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, Stephanie McPhee or whatever the girl, the singer, the American Idol girl. Yeah. She is a pseudo somewhat actor sometime, and she's in it, and she's pretty, and they got shit break in it, and there were some jokes <laughs> in it, and I mean, it was... And it's got shit break in it. has got shit break in it, and it was... For a TV show, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> shit break. <laughs> shit break. It's shit break. It's shit break. No, it was, I always thought it was shit break. Because he used to take the, you know, during break, he would go home to take a shit. Oh, I thought it was Shipwreck. I thought he called <laughs> that. <laughs> Boy, I gotta rewatch uh, that movie. Hold on. You, no, no, no. You keep going. You're probably right. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna Google it. All right. All right. Uh, so we were describing Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the 1981, I think it was, when it came out, a British uh, miniseries that came out. I actually have it on, on DVD. It's long. It's boring. But if you're into it. You know what? There's a part of me. I got to be honest. I'm like, it's a special edition. Yes. And it's on Blu-ray. Yes. And it is not great. It is it is it is everything I hate in BBC American BBC it's shows. It's the old it's the old like Doctor Who episodes. Yes, that you watch like, and it, like that moving walls the, and just, the guy who's got the two heads, uh, Zaffron, uh, Beeblebrick, Brox. Yes, one head's completely made of paper mache. Yes, it is horrible. I mean, I like Marvin. Marvin was always my... Even then, Marvin, as shitty he's with it, it's still my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but it's like, okay, with hours of fun extras, I'm like, come on. it Because it, it, it was it was a miniseries. I think it's like four hours. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm, really long. It's really... very long. And I, the first time I bought it on, on video cassette, I didn't know how long it was because um, I'm a fan of the book. And I never saw the BBC. I never saw the BBC version mm-hmm. of it. So I was like, "Oh my god, it came out! Let me buy it because it was like super cheap." I bought it, and I remember like nodding in and out of the whole first tape, and then going, oh, "There's another one of these." <laughs> oh, it felt you could. F- it's as long 
It felt as long as as Transformers of last night. <laughs> <laughs> if not longer. If not longer. Uh, yeah, I'm just... Whew. <laughs> so part of me is like, well, do I really want to get it? Because I'm stupid. And it's nostalgia versions only. And it's Blu-ray. And there probably have some extra cool extras and shit. Because Douglas Adams passed away. And I'm like... <sighs> I don't know. Like, to this day, I, I have a nook. And the first thing I bought on my Nook was Hitchhiker, the, the, the complete, the complete set, because I thought Douglas Adams would really appreciate the fact that I had that book on a Nook. Yeah, I, I really think that he he would he he would love that because it basically in the book describes basic the Hitchhiker's Guide to exactly kind of looks like a Nook. Yeah, and I'm like he, uh, and I'll bring it wherever I go, and I'll bring a towel. Don't panic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wherever I go, just bring a towel. Yeah, you're fine. Right. What else you got coming out? Uh, finally, for uh, movies and television, Jim Gaffigan, Noble Ape. It's a, uh, one of his stand-up specials. Uh, it's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this uh, Tuesday. So if you're a fan of Jim Gaffigan like I am, you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that takes care of movies and TV. And did you find the... Uh, I just want to say, that, Ed, this is from the Urban Dictionary. Shit break. A person that cannot wait, cannot or will not defecate in a public place. They have to go home or a familiar place to relieve themselves. Excessively, effectively, prim and proper. Um, from the movie America Pie, Paul Finch, the character is called shit break by his friends because he cannot take a shit in the school's bathroom. He goes home during the school the day to use his own toilet. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always thought he said shit break, so that's uh, you know what it, 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 that's that I also think I also thought that too, and then one day I was like, oh no, it's it's oh it's, in fact oh shit there was a, a Google thing about the shit break thing there it was like someone is he so is he saying shit break or shit brick yeah so keep going what, what you got coming out in the video <laughs> all right uh, Fortnite deep this is video games that we're on now uh, deep night. Uh, Deep Freeze Bundle by Warner Home Video Games for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch for this Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Project High Rise Architect Edition by Calypso Media for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and that's for this Tuesday. Um, I just like to go back to that Fortnite bundle. It's all digital content. It's not a physical copy of a disc. It's basically a code. Oh. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's all this shit stuff, extra content, V-Bucks, and uh, Project <laughs> High-Rise, Architect Edition. Yeah, yeah it's a console version that contains Project High-Rise base game, along with the Las Vegas DLC, King's Miami Malls, Tokyo Towers, London Life, and a brand new Brilliant Berlin. Ooh. Oh, experience a deep and complex simulation of the modern skyscraper, Ed. Create gleaming commercial towers for titans of trade looking for the perfect downtown office. This is farming. This is for the people who really like hate farming simulator. <laughs> Build residential blocks of apartments and cater to those seeking homes in the sky. Sounds like Sim City. It is. It's basically, hey, you want to be an architect? Play this game. <laughs> Conquer the campaign of over twenty nine challenging scenarios. Twenty nine, Ed. Challenging scenarios. Twenty nine. Build a house. <laughs> Test your management metal by keeping up with your building diverse population and their ever increasing demands. Ooh. Uh, until you decide to throw an earthquake their way, and then <laughs> guess what? Now you're all homeless. Get the fuck out. 
<laughs> Hire specialized consultants to increase your building's curb appeal, <laughs> operational efficiency, and pull with City Hall. Yeah, hey, you want you want that plumbing done? Okay, I know somebody. I'll go go get right back. Yeah, I know a guy. I know a guy. I'm sorry, I'll take but take care I, for you. I, no problem. Too sweet. I, I talked to my guy downtown. He says we can have it done. No problem. We'll keep it on down low. And all you gotta do is a little something, something for us when the time comes. <laughs> Until then, here enjoy the plumbing. Everyone loves to move the pipe to shit right out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might meet my brother Mario. <laughs> Right, what else you got there, Ed? Uh, My Riding Stables, Life with Horses by <laughs> Calypso Media for the PS4 and Switch for this Tuesday. Hold on for a second. <laughs> Calypso <laughs> Media has perfected the art of the sim because they also do the Project High Rise, Calypso Media. Yeah. And now here, it's Life with Horses, Ed. <laughs> it's, what do you call it, uh, Riding Stables of Mill Creek are mere, are, are mere ruins, but you are about to change that. Stables. Riding Hall and Guest House are being renovated, and guests will pay happily for their stay. <laughs> Make your dreams come true on the stud farm near the old mill. <laughs> Renovate your own riding school. Yeah, it's getting sexy. Yeah. Look after your horses and tend to the cute little fowls. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Some foul play here. <laughs> as well as wonderful rides, working in the stables, caring for the horses. You have plenty of other exciting things to do. Ed, large estates with stables, riding arena, guest house, treatment centers, meadow, and challenging routes to ride. Breed cute little fowls. Over a thousand possible combinations. <laughs> Train them to, on the lunge and then sell them to horse lovers. <laughs> Pamper your horse with curry combs, massages, showers, and by cleaning their hooves. Demonstrate your riding skills on challenging cross-country rides. That's not enough for you, Ed. Gallop at full speed and handle the fabulous jumps on nine riding courses in the open. The open, Ed. <laughs> the open. Exciting horse races through stunning courts countrysides. And last but not least, and the most important thing of all, comprehensive business section with the aim of running the best stud farm in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that's your dream. The, the, that's right. To run a stud farm. Hey. <laughs> yes, queen. I hear a guy stud on. It's a horse. Oh, never mind. I'll see you later. <laughs> I don't do that kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he was hung like a horse, literally. <laughs> Figure looks like two, ma'am. Because <laughs> he actually is a horse. Oh, I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the Golf Club 2019 featuring PGA Tour by 2K. This one, Ed, I am not sure about. PS4, Xbox One, and that is on Tuesday. I, but Go ahead. I love the PGA games. Yes, I know. I didn't like the golf club games. <laughs> who bought who? Because <laughs> I need to know. Because I don't... Do you have what it takes to win the FedEx Cup and the PGA Tour? Why, yes, I do. And I have, thank you very much. <laughs> completing the all-new officially licensed PGA Tour career mode. So I'm kind of thinking golf club was like, well, no one's making the PGA Tour because it used to be EA. Right. But now it's by 2K. So I'm like, well, wait a second here, because 2K does some good games. 
I, I'm confused. Uh, I'm like, I, I got to improve character editor, new and improve online and solo societies, it's new game modes such as skins and alt shot, as well as much, much more. You could explore the new and officially licensed PGA career mode, including Q School, Web.com Tour, PGA Tour, and the FedEx Playoffs. <laughs> online multiplayer, online societies, course designer, which I don't care about. <sighs> I love the big golf game. I might have to look into that when I'm not, you know, shooting hillbillies out in the wild. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Getting my lawlessness on. I'd be like, you know what? When, when I'm done here ra- hustling some care, rustling some cattle, I'll go down to the links and get a quick 18 in. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like relaxing after pumping a cattle full of lead, but going down to TPC Sawgrass and working on my putts. (laughs) 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 What else you got there, Ed? Uh, SNK 40th Anniversary Collection by NIS America Incorporated for the Switch this Tuesday. Okay, so it gives you games like Alpha Mission, Athena Crystallis, Akari Warriors, Akari Warriors 2, uh, Akari Warriors 3, <laughs> <laughs> Guerrilla War, POW, Prehistoric Isle, Psycho Soldier, Street Smart, TNK3, uh, Vanguard, and more to be announced, which means <laughs> more to be announced. we ran out of room. <laughs> it comes out Tuesday, <laughs> if you better get on that. <laughs> more to be announced, we don't know when, but it'll be announced. Enter the SNK Museum, an extensive history of SNK and the games await in the museum mode. Explore the legacy of one of Japan's leading developers with high-definition artwork and original promotional assets. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, what else you got? Uh, Spyro Reunited Trilogy by Activision for the PS4, Xbox One this Tuesday. I am actually looking forward to this one. I'm surprised. I really am surprised that you are looking forward to this. Out of all the games that you played, (laughs) two things. No, two things. First of all, the games you play, like I don't expect to see you play this. That's one. And two is you don't like to go back too much. You're absolutely right. But here it is. I've never played a single Spyro game ever in my entire life. (laughs) So the first one really. So this is going to be the first time playing a Spyro game. Also, I get it for free. So I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I got it as a promotional thing. Like when it comes out, I'd be like, hey, here's a little something, something for you. So I'm like, oh, snap. But honestly, I've never played it before. So I'm kind of interested. I, it, it appeals to the collector in me. Right. Because there's all these collectible things that you have to go do. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I might not be like, Ed, you'll never guess. I, I played Spyro for seven fucking hours straight. It changed I, my life. It changed my life. Now I'm Spyro for life, yo. I just... I just <laughs> Check out my tat. Yeah. You know, a little... Because, you know, because now Spyro has morphed into that shitty Skylanders thing. Yeah. Now, at first with Skylanders, Spyro was adventure. Like, hey, here's little chachis. Now it's Skylanders Imaginaries. We get to create your own. I'm like, well, where the fuck's Spyro? <laughs> oh, and he's dead. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we killed him. Oh, we, we killed him off long ago. We knew there was no, no money in him. We, you know, <laughs> he wanted his fair share. I gave him my fair share, yo. <laughs> and they're like, no, Spyro, you're out. <laughs> we pushed him out, <laughs> and then next thing you know. <laughs> Can I have a fair share, yo? <laughs> it's, it's, it's my Spyro. 
I don't know what he sounds like. Actually, <laughs> get a spiral that does balls that drop yet. It's. I mean, it's by the guy who does the voice of SpongeBob, so I'm not even sure what Spyro sounds like. The guy who does the voice for SpongeBob is the guy who does the, the voice Spyro, for Spyro. Okay. So I don't know, man. Give him my first show, yo. I'm going to run around and get these eggs and these gems. I'm going to free my people. Take a piece. Henry. Where is he? The original Roastmaster's back, B.O.G. Same sick birds, same smoldering attitude, and now all scaled up and stunning, stunning high D. HD Spyro me is bringing the heat like never before in the me reignited trilogy game collection. Rekindle the fire <laughs> with the original three games. Me the dragon, me too Ripto's rage, and me year of the dragon. Explore the expansive realms, re-encounter <laughs> fiery personalities, and relive the adventure in full remastered glory. Because when there's a realm that needs saving, there's only one dragon to call. That's me, Spyro, yo. Never having played a single game, I, I'm interested. Yeah. Like I hope it, it also. Is, I don't think it's going to infuriate. I'm hoping it doesn't infuriate me the way Crash Bandicoot did. <laughs> uh, I, I see that. Huh? I can see that. I fucking. I never, ever, ever in my life have thrown a controller. I almost did playing Crash. <laughs> I did. I it's, know. It's. Uh, I hope there's no ledges. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a ledge. Ton of ledges. Spiral ledges. Spiral better fucking glide to the other end. He's got wings. I've seen him. <laughs> All right. What else you got there, Ed? Uh, Hitman 2 by Warner Home Video Games for the PS4, Xbox One this Tuesday. I think the pre-order one was like 40 Yeah, the gold edition came out um, Friday, and it was like the Super Duper Collectors, which came in like a uh, like a briefcase. Kind of a briefcase, like half the size of a briefcase. But it still looks really fucking cool. I mean, you're not going to be taking it out in the street. It's like, what well, you pack my lunch in it. That's about <laughs> as far as you can get with it. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, people. someone came in and bought one, and I wasn't there for this exchange, but apparently he was a little annoyed that the briefcase, the was, briefcase was a little smaller than <laughs> perceived. And... I you know because it's it's because you know, it's supposed to be an attaché case, but imagine a regular attaché case, but half the size. And you, you know the for you know, you oh, know the, yeah, the disappointment know. of small cases. Yeah, you know, and I when I heard about it, I was like, I we opened up, um, we had another one. I looked and I was like, it's actually really cool looking, but it's kind of like a, a, a rubber ducky in it with like a hitman suit, and it's like a real life rubber ducky. They oh, really? put a tub, and, and 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 it's it's we call it the cases. Like I said, th- pitch. Picture like an attaché case, except like half the size, half the height, mm. um, maybe seven inches tall, like but like four inches deep. Um, okay, maybe. Um, and it, and when you open it up, it's got the what do you call it? The it's cut like a, like a sniper would have his his you know with the the eggshell the, the egg yeah. carton yeah. Um, inside. But inside, when you open it up, it's got the game in a steel bookcase. It's got the rubber ducky in its own like little like special holding set mm. and it's got some really nice tchotchkes to it and I'm like wow they really did a good job with this set you literally but I'm like yeah, I was like you could take the rubber ducky out and put them in your pool if you wanted to yeah um, I was like well that's actually kind of neat it, look, and it was a solid case too it wasn't like no cheap ass plastic like that <laughs> Avenger set it was like you know it was like I was doing this I was like wow that's pretty hard it was like a really hard plastic yeah. and I was like 
wow, I, I pack my lunch in that thing and just take it with me. Like get a, <laughs> get a, get a pair of handcuffs and just walk around. People think I'm a hitman. <laughs> that was my favorite part. You were gonna break five handcuffs <laughs> that adventure case because you thought it was gonna be badass. And then you got out of the car, and he's a big man. He's somewhere what six feet tall over six feet tall. And yeah, he's carrying this, yeah. <laughs> carrying this little case. I'm like, you're gonna break it. <laughs> like, it's already broken. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, what else you got? Uh, fall. I, I will go back to Hitman Two. I actually do want to play it. I just for some reason I'm just not really like. I'm more excited about Spyro than I'm about Hitman 2, and that's sad because I like the Hitman series. Yeah. I always just fell down the hole that since there's so many ways to kill people and they want you to do everything, I wind up playing like one level for like a week straight, and then by that time I'm always like, I don't feel like going to level two. It's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, Fallout 76 by Bethesda Softworks for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC for Thursday. Or Wednesday, sorry, it's, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, actually, GameStop's selling at 8 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, if you pre-order it, um, I gotta be honest. I don't know how I feel about this one. I have it pre-ordered. I think I'm gonna cancel it though. Really? Yeah, cause I love the Fallout series, and I'm really interested. It's the multiplayer part that I'm not really feeling. Mm-hmm. And I know that they said we're only gonna put 24 people on a server, and I'm like, that's a shit ton of servers. How many like, like how many servers do you have to this, and how's your maintenance gonna be on that? And I don't know. Like, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the thing is, I mean, they're, they're probably doing the small Switch servers, which are like nothing. They're like a little box, basically, right. on a rack. Okay. And then, you know, for 24 people, users to put on that one Switch is no big deal. So they'll have like hundreds and hundreds of racks of this type of thing. And generally, like, I don't think like you're going to be dedicated to one server. It's just going to be, you're going to be bouncing around from server right. to server because it's just basically your account login and you're just going to be pulling files from it. So you're from like a main server. That's pretty much, pretty much going to be what's. It's one of those things where I think I'm just going to wait. I I I, I want to because there's a game that's coming out later this week that I'm 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 actually more excited for, not jazzed about, and you're going to laugh your ass off. All right, what else you got? <laughs> I'm afraid now. Uh, we have uh, Battlefield Five uh, Deluxe Edition by Electronic Arts for the PS4, Xbox One. Uh, this. Uh, let's see, there. It's Battlefield Five. It's, it's Thursday. Uh, yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it's a, a lot of weird. It's, it's a weird, fucked up week for video games because it's like, hey, um, Bethesda is supposed to be Fallout seventy six is supposed to be released on a Wednesday, but GameStop's doing it at eight o'clock on a Tuesday. You know, it's like a hey, let's get it before right. get it before everybody else does. You know, we don't want to do the midnight release, and usually it's nine o'clock. But this is a special eight o'clock time. I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't get that one. And then it's Thursday. It's like, you know. Um, it's for stupid people to buy in. It's really what it 15th is. The 15th is Thursday. And it's like, well, I think, you know, certain GameStops might be doing a Wednesday at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, that's weird, too. Because I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Friday's got its own beast coming out. and But Battlefield Five is, uh, it's, I think it's being, I think that's the reason why Bethesda's releasing on a Wednesday and. Battlefield's releasing on a Thursday because what's releasing on that Friday is what's got people kind of like, oh, <laughs> so <laughs> a little nervous. Now, I'm really nervous. Uh, now, we have uh, Trailblazers by Rising Star Games for the PS4 and Switch. That's this Friday. It's a racing game. Yes. Ooh, okay. Well, good. Nice to see you. Welcome to fourth place there, buddy. 
<laughs> Thank God that wasn't the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, like waiting, like, is this the game? <laughs> All right. Okay, what else you got there? <laughs> uh, Omen of Sorrow by Seduciko uh, for the PS4. That's on the Friday. This one, I'm, I'm, I'm not really like, oh, this is the one. This is the game, Ed. This is the one I'm actually kind of curious about because okay. it is. It's a four-button fighting game inspired by classic horror, fantasy, and iconic myths. Uh, players can find themselves battling in various dangerous and gloomy places. It's basically like Mortal Kombat with monsters. And I'm like, I've been saying they should do that for years. Yeah, It's like battle with 12 iconic characters and strategize with over 250 special moves. Flirt with danger and dismal st- in dismal stages inspired by age-old European legends like Dracula, fairies, werewolves. I think Frankenstein's in it. Uh, fight in custom rule matches and fluent online rank matches. It's... I saw, like, this kind of came out of nowhere because there was like, hey, this game's coming out. I'm like, mm. oh, it looks kind of neat. Yeah. I'm interested. It's probably going to be buried because all the other games coming out. That's yeah. It's going to be sad about it. Yeah. It's going to be real, doing really well if it's recent in a different week. Yeah. All right. What else you got there? The next, next three I'm going to do all at once only because they're all similar. Well, the one is the two pack of the, the other two. So, uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu by Nintendo for the Switch. That's coming out Friday. Then there's Pokemon Let's Go Eevee for, by Nintendo for the Switch. And that's on Friday. And finally, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee bundle by Nintendo of America for the Switch. And that's on Friday as well. So all those three games, you can either get them individual, two individual games or together as one bundle pack. This is the game, Ed. Shit. <laughs> All right. You're kidding me. Um, again, I, I got. I have to. Okay. I got to explain myself. Yes, you have to. I've never, ever, ever played any kind of Pik- any kind of Pokemon game ever in my entire life. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Pokemon Go. Okay, besides that one. <laughs> okay, but that one. That yeah. one's. I'm going to. That's say not really a game. No, no, no. I mean, that's a valid point. But prior to that, yeah, I only played it for like what, maybe three months. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what's that? It's not, it was more it's of a not, fad. I was more of a curiosity. It's to more of a fad thing than uh, than actually playing a game. Like, right? Like, as I, there I, is people I work with that still play it okay. to this day. They'll be like, "What are you doing tomorrow?" Oh, well, there's this Pokemon thing going on around town. So I gotta, I'm like, "Really?" I like, and my argument has always been to date is that they always be like, "I'm surprised you never got to it." And I was like, "Well, Pokemon came out in the early '90s, and I was in mm. I was in my 20s." So I was busy trying to do life. I, I, and it was a card game, too. It wasn't like I didn't have... It wasn't a, a video game at that point, yeah. No, it was a card game, and I didn't have... I was I was already playing Magic. I didn't feel like getting involved in yet another card-type game. You know, I have my nerd tendencies, and I just like, I choose you! you know? I didn't know you were a Magic player. Yeah, I played Magic a long, long time ago, back in the original thing where it was like, hey, you have four colors. Now I look at the decks that come through work, and I'm like, I have no idea what that is. It's got vampires and shit. And I'm like... That's the I used to. I played back then. I'm, I'm I was like, you know. I was like, fuck. Um, but this is the game I'm choosing over Fallout 76. Oh Number one, I don't have any. I don't have many games for the Switch. Okay. Okay. All right. Stacy is kind of, sort of, taking ownership of it. All right. Um, I very rarely do I get to play anything on the Switch, mainly because I fucking got a PlayStation Four. Um. No, that's your that's your baby. That's my baby. Right. Um, so the, the PlayStation, the Switch is kind of like a, it's my side piece, right? You know, and it's a side piece that my fiance has 
claimed as her own. Right. So I'm like, well, can I get to play? No. Okay. But I, I'm like, this one actually, it's it's a remake of Pokemon Yellow, which is the first Pokemon game. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've never played it. I I, I chose the Pikachu because I think if you're going to go, he's the face of Pokemon. Uh, yeah. So you might as well be getting Eevee, eh, not my thing. Right. You know, she's like a second gen type of thing. Right. Or, yeah. You know, well, she's she's like the. It's, you got two people. You're either you're either Pikachu camp or Eevee camp. I'm a Pikachu boy. <laughs> okay. Pink a pink a bitch. It's mine. <laughs> right. So. So I I always. <laughs> I gotta remember that one. <laughs> so so I I got but I I. <laughs> I figured I'd treat myself, Ed. Uh-huh. And the there's there's the bundle that you're talking about. I think is the um, it's a I don't know if it comes with both games or not. I don't know where that one's at, but uh, it's at the bottom there. Yeah. It's just a very small. And it does it comes with both games. Okay, I thought it was the um, the 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 Switch bundle. No, they um, what I said that what they do now is they they well they've been doing the last I think four iterations, maybe more. I don't know. I, I'm not that into these games, but I know they always had one, two two games and then the two together. Right, yeah. Like uh, the last iteration was Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Well, it actually right. was Pokemon Sun and Moon, and then they were like, no, there's more to the story. There's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and if you wanted to actually get the complete story, you had to play both sides. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Nice, nice hook for nice hook to get more money out of people. I get it. Right. Congratulations and all. Um, uh, but I'm like, okay, you know what? But because I never done one, I wanted to treat myself. I got the bundle of the game and the Pokeball controller. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a se- it's a separate Joy-Con <laughs> controller, <laughs> which I'm sure Stacy's going to be thrilled when she sees it. But it's a actual size of a Pokeball, uh-huh. and it's got you know like I don't, have you ever seen the Pokeball? Yeah. Okay. Well, like the 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 dot. You know, is yeah. actually the controller because apparently all you need is one controller to actually play the game. Because oh. the idea is is that you can actually play two players. Like you, I could bring the switch over, and you and I could play. Let's go Pikachu or let's go Pokemon and play together yeah. and be like, hey, one, two, three, throw, yay, we got one. You know, they can capture Pokemons and have them fight and all that kind of crap. Right. But you know, or and and you get to take the and then. But what's nice about it is if you play the Pokemon Go. Um, app mm-hmm. you can actually use that it it performs like a pokemon go um the little piece that would capture characters for you mm-hmm. because hey i'm driving oh no swipe up swipe up swipe up this one is this one will kind of like hey there was a pokeball like uh, there was a character i got it and you gotta try catching it yeah. when you get a moment um so you're not like you know killing innocent people by because oh my god there's a squ- squirtle on the side of the road right that, you know um. <laughs> that's scary because you'd have to have the your phone up looking for it right exactly <laughs> um, so I'm like you know what I'm gonna I'm actually again I know it's weird because <laughs> we talked with Spyro yeah. and this one are old school games that I've never played before so I'm like well maybe maybe so, first off. Games that and never like if if I if you had to pick sh- a list of games, give me a list of games. I say showing game game Sean would play and not play. Right, Pokemon and Spyro both would fall in the not play <laughs> list for two reasons. One, it's they're old, they, so they they've. Oh, seen- man. <laughs> 
that's questionable now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I'll be sending for Spyro Pokemon. But no, uh, no, seriously. Uh, so that that that's a shock to me, and then if, like I said, going back, you're, you're always like you're always forward. I'm always about like, hey, what's coming? What's now, the next big thing? Right now, they did remaster it, but now here's the thing that I always found fascinating about like watching the gameplay. It plays like you know the Pokemon game, the it's the you know the the Pokeball thing you get to throw and and you get to kind of capture. It's like. It feels like playing this game is more of an experience than it is actually like, you know, like a regular game. Because right. um, it is interactive and you can use it for Pokemon Go. And you can use the characters that you get in Pokemon Go and bring them into the game. It's very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I like the inclusivity of it. And I can, you know, I guarantee you I have the the gang at work. They're all Pokemon nuts. And... Whenever someone comes to the store looking for Pokemon, I'm like, I yeah, I don't know. You're speaking French to me. I, don't, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know the big names. I know, I know Pikachu, I know Eevee, I know Squirtle, I know Jigglypuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I know, I know Char- Charmander and Charizard because they're the same guy, except it's, they evolved. They evolve, and I'm like, and I found out too that you can tell if Eevee or Pikachu is a boy or a girl based on their tail. And I'm like, really? I never knew that. Like, Eevee's tail, sure, it goes from brown to, like, a tan. Mm-hmm. If the tan's it, the tips in the shape of a heart, it's a girl. I'm like, I never knew that. Oh, wow. Well, I learned, hey, something. I learned <laughs> something. Look, you learned something today. And you're like, oh, my God. It's fucking learn, learn about Pokemon. Next thing you know, next week, new podcast <laughs> all about Pokemon. <laughs> Your host, Ed and Sean. Gotta catch them all. So Ed, today on the car, I caught a wild Eevee in the in the, in the forest. No way! <laughs> yes way! Did you get to evolve her? Not yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, and I'm I'm breeding Pokemon, Ed. That's my job. That's what I'm doing. Ah, I'm walking, a pokey breeder. I was walking by. I saw a Snorlax. I fucking freaked out, and I stood there. I was late for work because I was swiping up. I. Thank God I almost ran out of how to use a super Pokeball. <laughs> and I had to use a super master ball and to swipe up and make sure I got that, that Jigglypuff because I love Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff! Jigglypuff! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pika Pika Biatch. <laughs> so, all right. So, I'll let you know. I, this week, I guess next week, next show, I'll either have, um, uh, have a review on. Hopefully Spyro because it's like a it's just a gift. I have to wait for it to show up. Yeah. Um. But I definitely should have a review on the Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. I, to Stacy's chagrin, I know. I don't know if I told her I, I got it. <laughs> you know, I know she knows because like, I told her because I have. They used to really think of engagement. <laughs> I have Fallout pre-ordered. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna cancel it because I'm like. It's, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. So I'm going to use the money that I have for that and roll it over onto the Pikachu, you know, the Let's Go Pikachu. And I'm like, all right. And then it's the, you know, it comes with the Pokeball. Now the Pokeball needs to be charged. And I'm, I, I found out <laughs> this is how stupid I can be at times. <laughs> I found out that there's a little charger for that Pokeball that, look, that makes it look like the Pokeball trophy that they <laughs> give you in the game. Yes. So a part of me is like, well, I think I might need that because I got to I got to charge my Pokeball because I don't have any other way to charge my controller because I can't slide it onto the switch. It legitimately is a, a peripheral, right? 
So I need some way to charge it. Now I got a fucking shit ton of micro USB chargers. My fear is it's going to be like one of those USB C ones. Right, like a different, different right, head, yeah. Because it's fucking Nintendo and they got to be different. A part of me is like, Paul, oh, I hope, 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 no, hope not, hope not, hope not. Like, I'm like, I'll plug it in. There's a Pokeball just charging up on the side, looking like a little trophy. Stacy would be like, I, I, you let me put your dick. I, I, yeah, that's right. I let you put my dick in you. Yeah. She's going to give me that look. She'll be like, I'm leaving. I'm going back to Texas. <laughs> that's, that's my thinking. <laughs> like, she's like, I can't believe I wouldn't blame her in a minute. I would. <laughs> I, I, neither would I. Neither would I. She's like, I'm leaving you. Why? You bought the fucking Pokeball. You're right. <laughs> I'll, let me buy your ticket. <laughs> you bought the trophy charger. Stand. You bought the trophy charger, Sean. I didn't buy it. I just, I'm like, part of me is like, I'm going to need, I might need a charger. I mean, I would, it came with it. <laughs> I, I can't do that. I, I don't, I'm not going to lie to her. It's you just, know? Yeah, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, just be you like, wait till you get married, then you lie to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, for all I know, she, maybe she'll want to play because it's, it's, it'll, be our, it'll be really our first two player game because we can play together. <laughs> you don't fall playing two player together. It's gonna be like it, it's Pokemon. <laughs> we walk around. We go okay. On a count of three, we throw the Pokeball and we capture Pokemon. And then next thing you know, we go. Didn't, didn't wasn't it like the first time you guys were playing a board game or something like that? She wanted you to lose. She's like she. I think she was out or whatever, and she was like. <laughs> <laughs> or she wanted, she was like going to crush you or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's many games. She, she loves, if she's going to go out, she's taking me with her. That's right. I, I'm sorry, but nope. Um, um, yeah. We'll <laughs> so hopefully now in the next show, you'll hear my review on Let's Go Pikachu. I can't wait. <laughs> I really can't wait on this one now. Uh, but finally on video games, uh, Sid Miller's Civilization Six or VI, everyone had to do it by Two came for the no, Switch. No, no, it's Six. Don't say VI because that shit the shit out of me. Uh, that's for by Two K for the Switch this Friday. Someone's gonna walk in. Yeah, you got the S- Civilization S- VI. VI. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I would just like get out, get the fuck out. Some people, I'm just you know, uh. I'm giving it both ways, Six and VI. People that know Roman numerals and people that don't know Roman numerals. <sighs> if you don't know Roman numerals, learn them. Yeah. All right. So I got light news. Light news. Light news. It's basically stuff I saw in the week that that kind of got caught my attention. Okay. Uh, number one, since we're talking about video games, you are a strategy guide purchaser. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the leading company in, in strategy guides is Prima Guides. Yes. They're going out of business. <laughs> I am not surprised. Uh, I mean, clearly, it's um, basically, um, I was um, one of those, hey, spring of 2019, we're done. <laughs> Jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get to the actual, like, it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm over your shoulder. I'm looking. There's like a stack of Prima Guides behind you that I bought for different various video games. And most of it's, yeah, I'd like to get the walkthrough because I get stuck somewhere. There's, you know, it's always good to have like where where I'm at and like what do I supposed to do because I'm missing something. Like especially when I was playing, uh, like the last game was uh, uh, God of War for the PS4, and it was it's great. But sometimes you get to a part and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm I'm stuck. I can't get any further because I have to figure out what it is. Well, and most people would sit there and tell you well, that's the reason why there's YouTube. There's people who do free walkthroughs. Right. And why I, are you going to shell out thirty dollars for a forty dollars for a collector's but, book? But then I also appreciate the artwork that comes with it because like sometimes there's some different art in there that's not in the game at all that you go, you know, I appreciate that. Like, I like the drawings 
that they provide for these video games, you know, especially like, like the Battlefront, like, like, yeah, it's, it's a Battlefront. There's no strategy in Battlefront. <laughs> it's like, this is how you just use this weapon. Duh, duh, duh. And you go, okay, but I'm like, I like, I like Star Wars. I like the, just to look at the pictures, you know. Like, sure. Because I can't read. I, I'm uh-huh. illiterate. Well, the uh, three, uh, they have three offices in the U.S., and they'll close them, starting with its Roseville office this month. Um, and um, it's one of those, like, hey, it's a video thing from IGN, so bear with me here. Uh-huh. Um, la, 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 la. Well, that's the thing. Like, they, I think for them, they, what they should have done was made the, the next step from print to whatever the next media would be, which um, would have been walkthroughs. Right. Uh, well, the Indianapolis office will close in March, and the New York office office has no closure date. As of now, customers can still pre-order guides for the upcoming games. Um, and then Premium Games will not be commissioning new guides and will just continue all imprinting in spring of 2019. Wow. Uh, founded in 1990, Premium Games will, sh- uh, will shut down just shy of its 30th anniversary. Wow. Um, okay. Um, kind of bummed a little bit because... I, I was also I'm also a strategy guide buyer as well, um, so I kind of feel like. Well, that's the thing. Like, like I mean, before Prima game guides came out, most of the games were simple enough that you figured it out. Sure, you, you know, like a strategy like, guide. Like it was it was point shoot run. You know, dodge jump, jump jump jump. Right, duck duck. You know, you had to figure out the pattern, you know, and then somebody would figure it out or the, the button combination that you would need to right. do, you know, kind of thing. And like Atari, it was just one button, one stick, you know, the old 2600. So you're like, you know, so it wasn't really that difficult to figure out like, you know, but like with today's games, it's like there's there's a puzzle that you have to figure out to get to the next level. Right. Like uh, like uh, there's with Red Dead 2, um, not necessarily game wise, but Easter egg wise, like I found that there is a haunted train in there. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, well, that's kind of neat, you know, and on certain times of the day that you can go to this place and you'll see other things. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. I would not know that if it wasn't for a strategy guide or the videos that I've seen on Facebook. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's I, I don't know, it's like one of those things like you evolve or die. And, and I think Prima had digital versions of their strategy guides. Maybe it's not doing for them because I remember... I, you know, personally, I guess I should have seen the writing on the wall because when you can buy a digital, they were selling digital copies of their e-guides for like 10 bucks, And yet you can buy the hardback for like 25 or four or 40 or 30, right. depending on, well, actually 40 if it was the hardback special collector's edition. Yeah. And a part of me is like, well, what's the point? Like a part of me now wants to go back and try to get all the collector's editions books because I'm like, well, fuck, they're going to be. They're gonna be gone. They're be gone, right? Like, yeah, you know, it might be worth something or, or not yeah. worth something, but at least there's 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 a beauty to it that you'll never yeah. see again. You know, you know I, I remember Destiny. They did three different covers, and it was a kind of random cover you got. You know, it was, it was yeah. Well, there's like like too though. Like like my wife, she's a big uh, uh, Animal Crossing player for Nintendo, but she she got the guides because <laughs> there was like so many fish you had to collect. Right. Or so many art work pieces that you would have to for your museum, or right. there was a bug collection that you would have to collect all these bugs, and there was all these what they call uh, I, don't, I don't they're like they look like little fire hydrants, but they they they're called gearoids or something like that, okay. and they make those noises, and if you put them together, they make a sound. So all that stuff like the collecting, you wouldn't know how, what you were collecting, like how much like there how was. much you needed, right. right? So that's the kind of stuff that she always likes to use as a reference guy to find out, like you know, characters and what they were. And- well, I gave you my copy of the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, mm-hmm. um, the thousand-page motherfucker, 
because <laughs> I bought it again. You know, like <laughs> when it came, the, the remastered edition I bought. Like I, I actually had no. I think you have the original one, and then they did another another cop another yeah. version with all like digital with all the expansions. The legendary edition I bought that one. You have the standard one, yeah, because you didn't have. The legendary one is, is over a thousand pages, and I'm like, it's it's huge. That one's huge. That's huge too. Yeah. And imagine the other one's bigger than that one, and I'm Jeez. like, oh, it's gorgeous, you know. <laughs> and I I don't think I've ever I've never really officially finished Skyrim, but I know I put hundreds hundreds of hours in that game, and that fucking book helped me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I need to know where this is, and like, oh, I'm really interested in this draconian armor. Where is all the other pieces? Oh, fuck, you got to do this, 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 and this. Like, <sighs> like okay, here <sighs> we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's gonna suck, but. But that's the thing. It's it's hard to make that next transition from print to the next thing because, like you said, YouTube, and that's the thing that really annoys me is it's like you have to write, find the right person to walk through because some of it, it's like, oh, what's over here? Uh, and it's this little kid or this like young guy, and he's like not really knowing what to play. Like I don't like he finally he just falls through it and like he has the luck of the world to like not die. There's there's and, a, a couple people on YouTube that I follow who do video walkthroughs. Well, yeah, you know, um, I only like. When I was playing uh, Shadows of the Tomb Raider, there was a couple of I got hung up at. And I'm like, I'm sure someone at this point's done it. Like, and, uh, yeah. and, you know, quick wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here's a here's a 30-second video of how to do it. I'm like, ah, okay, there you go. Boom. I'm done. I'm yeah. in. Big bada boom, bada bing, Bob's your uncle. I'm through the level. You know, I don't know. It's, 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 so it's tough for that, like, you know, well, you go from print, then what? You know, and then you're like, yeah. and then just like, well, you make a digital copy of it for, you know, Nooks or whatever or, or online and or it's, something. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard because you figured in order to stay ahead of the game, you would actually have to talk to the programmers or the developers, sit down with them, and then, like, they would have to actually do the game, and then you could record the game and then do your own, like, video Commentary, guide. Yeah. Like, do your own video guide if you wanted to. But again, hey, pay us for it it's like, well why when bob so six six you know yeah you know wampum one <laughs> has done a walkthrough of every different possible combination i can either just watch it or figure it out myself yeah like, yeah it's an end of an era ed yeah 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 it sucks yeah it does oh wrong one here you go ready uh-huh. uh you like television sure all right uh do you like ll cool j Yes. Do you like Ice Cube? Yes. Well, guess what? The two of them are teaming up together. Get out of here. Nope. You know what that's got to do with television? I don't know what. They're nothing. Te- nope. They're <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. They're teaming up to buy 22 television networks. <laughs> <laughs> and then sell it to Disney. <laughs> according to... According to... T- wait, hold on. According to Disney's, Disney's mentioned. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, according to the TMZ, in light of Disney's $71 billion acquisition of 20th Century Fox, the Justice Department is forcing the House of the Mouse to auction off 22 regional sports channels in order to avoid a monopoly since Disney already owns ESPN. The 22 stations involved in the deal include everything from Fox Sports San Diego to Fox Sports Arizona, Fox Sports Detroit, Fox Sports Southwest, and, and more. Um, so Fox Sports, basically. basically. Yeah, yeah. So what's the asking price? The deal for all 22 stations is reportedly expected to be anywhere from 15 to $25 billion. Um, they won't have to foot the... 
the two won't have to foot the bill alone as they're teaming up with billionaire Alex and Annie jewelry founder Caroline Raphaelian. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Holy, how much money do they have? Well, I mean, I mean, oh, cool, Jay. Well, even both of them have been rappers since what the seventies well, I mean, or eighties. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Ella's also got the TV career in this NCIS Los Angeles. And, uh, uh, and when you pull out, uh, Ice Cube had a, a run on the uh, the what do you call it, the Law and Orders. Law you're Law. close. That's Ice T. Oh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Oh, shit. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> well, wrong one. Showing your whiteness there, Ed. <laughs> uh, yes, the Ice Cube and the Ice T. Uh, uh, yeah, I know Ice Cube, NWA. You know. But then again, great movies. Great, yeah, but the problem is, I do have a beef with with him. It's NWA, and then going to Are you ready yet? Or Are we done? Like family what? friendly movies. It's what? like what? what? Do you expect them to have that like attitude? Because that's the same thing I have with same with uh, Stoop Dog. Now he's doing Joker's Wild on TBS he, as a game show host. He also is coming out with a coke a cookbook with you know. And I'm like no, Stacey's no. like. Really, I, she's like, I want to get this. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. She doesn't use any pot in any of his stuff, but he's he made a cookbook. I'm like, it's him. Yeah, he had it all apparently with Ma- Martha Stewart or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. Ma Zoop. <laughs> <laughs> Ice, but Ice Cube straight out of Compton, right into a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, I mean, I guess it depends on who you know. I mean, it, if. You get rehabilitated. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Look, when you get when you get fucking that much money, can you really be angry anymore? Yeah, you yeah. have to move out of the towns you live in that you think you're like you're not really of the people anymore. Yes. Um, it's funny the Alex and Andy. You're the, you're, the, you're the people of Chaz. Yeah. Hey, welcome <laughs> to the welcome to the new gated community. Yes. Oh, hi. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Ice Cube. Well, hello, Andre. <laughs> Why don't you come on in or whatever his name is? I, don't, I wish I knew. <laughs> I was thinking Dr. Dre. Um, all right. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> That's wild. Who would have thought? <laughs> That's the thing. They're now they're they're now becoming like business moguls. They're like you know like health fucking, fucking fucking Disney bought them. Let's buy these. Let's buy a Fox Sports and you know and the. You know, for a song, because when we come close, well, Comcast can't go a bit of that you shit. You sure as shit know they're going to give all their songs at a good discount rate. <laughs> I got, I guarantee you that when Fox Sports does it's gonna be playing Ice Monday Cube. Night Boxing, it's going to be Mama Said Knock You Out. <laughs> yes. I, I, uh, whenever there's going to be a straight out of Compton. No, I just... Uh, <laughs> Just, what songs you got? You know, in the club. You know, it's just let's give me baseball, the clubhouse, in the club. Yeah. Oh, when you want to slow it down. I'll do. I'll do an acoustic. I'll do an acoustic version for you, or some kind of new wave beat stuff. Uh, if it gets by, if it gets the air ratings up on our shows, sure. You know, um, here comes LL. They'll pull throughout the first pitch. <laughs> Mama said, "Strike you out." <laughs> <laughs> that is just that's it. It's it's. It, I mean, wow. You're like you just it's you're blown away. <laughs> it's like you think about. It, you're like, wow. That is that's just terrible and great at the same time. You know, because you're like 
these two hardcore rappers are now like business moguls. They went into acting, and now they're uh, we've we've conquered the music world, the acting world, now the business world. Yep. Uh, hold on, I'm looking to see. <laughs> yeah, I want to get something first because uh, and you know uh, Marconi. E N N I O. Okay. Okay. Um. Do you know who that? Do you know who that is? Who is again? Nino Morricone. Sounds familiar, but I'm going to say he's a composer. Okay. All right. All right. See if I can. After this, after this ad, and I can skip three seconds. All right. Here's a little tidbit of some some of his music. Alive. Okay, now, all right, now. Wah, wah, wah. All right. Okay, so, you know, it's good and bad and ugly, right? Yeah. Okay, fistful of dollars. It's got a very, very distinct sound, right? Yeah. Um, excessive, let's see, excessive, we all did that. It's it's good and bad and ugly. Yeah. This is a variation of it, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually the real one. <laughs> the other one was alive. There's people doing it. Um, so uh, he's done, um, we call it Kill Bill. Yeah. He also did Hateful Eight. Yeah. Um, I think he did Hateful Eight. I know. I know he did uh, um, Good and the Bad and the Ugly, Fistful of Dollars. Um, I don't know if he did Kill Bill. Anyway, the reason why I'm bringing this up, Ed, is because he did Hateful Eight, a Western. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino asked him, Quentin Tarantino is a Cretan. Says Italian composer Ennio Morricone. A Cretan. A Cretan. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, Why is he a Cretan? Does okay. it say? Oh, yeah. It's from Variety, by the way. So uh, you know it's got it's all true. Legit. It's legit. Legendary Italian uh, composer uh, who won an Oscar for the music to The Hateful Eight, by the way. Mm-hmm. Won an Oscar. Has labeled the film's director Quentin Tarantino a Cretan and called his films trash. <laughs> He savaged Torino, uh, Tarantino in an interview published this week in the December edition of the German-language version of Playboy. He criticized Tarantino on two main counts, his chaotic working style and his lack of originality. He's not a director, the veteran mu- musician alleged. Tarantino is absolutely chaotic. He talks without thinking. He does everything at the last minute. He has no idea. (laughs) He calls up out of the blue and wants a complete score in just a few days. That's not possible. It makes me so mad. I'm not going to put up with this, and I told him so last time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Morcone, who has credited over 500 movies and has provided iconic scores for A Fistful of Dollars, uh, the Mission, Cinema Paradiso, said Tarantino does not rank in the pantheon of great directors. Wow. The man is a cretin. He only steals from others and puts stuff back together again. There's nothing original about that. That doesn't make him a director. He's nothing compared with the Hollywood greats such as John Huston, 
Alfred Hitchcock, or Billy Wilder. Wilder. <laughs> they all had class. Tarantino simply recooks old dishes. <laughs> wow. No, no, ah. no, no. To be fair, he did turn turn 90 this week, so I guess, you know, he's like, all bets are off. Fuck, I'm, I'm one foot in, yeah. so I'm just going to say whatever I think. Uh, he did not spare either America or the Oscar ceremony from his criticism. Ah. He pushed back against suggestions that the 2016 Oscar ceremony left him emotionally disturbed. He was like, nonsense. Rather, I was in pain from sitting down for so long on the plane and at the ceremony. If I looked happy, it was because I knew I, I would soon be getting away from that boring ceremony, he said. Wow. He also added that he has no desire to return to the U.S. with its, quote, self-inflated pomposities and embarrassments like the Oscars. <laughs> Fuck you and fuck you all. <laughs> Mercury. <laughs> Drops the mic. Drops the mic. Greg jumps on his horse and rides <laughs> off in the sunset. I'm a car. Inio out. <laughs> hey, hey, Quintanitino, he's a Cretan. Huh? You and your papacities. He's not the cook. He just takes his stuff and just rewarms it. He just takes his stuff and steals from over here and a little bit over here and then polishes it up and makes it his own. That That's not a direct. He's no Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, are those he's actors no, still alive, the ones he mentioned? Well, no. Do you know John Houston? <laughs> hey, what do, you, what do you want? He's a Cretan. I'm going to make my music right over here. <laughs> But then we fool wants to make. Eh? It's, a, <laughs> it, it's in a masterpiece. He wants a, he wants a, me to compose a song in like a day. <laughs> Who does he think he is? He's a Cretan, I tell you. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, I wouldn't wipe my ass with his movies. <laughs> <laughs> what you get that ice cream for? I got it for the head for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Quentin Tarantino. I know it's a Quentin Tarantino, but trust me, the music is mine. <laughs> Not that movie is a trash. It would be nothing without the my music. <laughs> I deserve that Oscar for the shit that I want to have to go through. That the Quentin Tarantino, oi, oi, I'm telling you, never again. Are you doing the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is, right? I mean, if he is, he's not now. now. <laughs> Quinn would be like, Quinn would probably be like, no, no, he's cool. He's a little eccentric. He's 90 years old. Let him say whatever he wants. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care. He's, he's genius. Because, <laughs> I mean, Quinn's, let's be honest. I Quinn's mean, out there. He's, he's a great director. But he's is out he? there. Is he a great director coordinator? You know, hey, he just takes his stuff and then polishes it up and reheats. Yeah, it. but only he, only he can do that. But excessive hey, warm blood. Some in people it. are really, really good at reheating leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, he takes it, mixes around, goes, "Hey, you want to eat this? It's meatballs." <laughs> but now, that. now they like go and go and each film go. Where, where is he? What is he taking this from? You know, like those kind of. Well, Quentin himself has said, like it's um, if you look at his movies. Um, like Reservoir Dogs, it's yeah. the aftermath of a robbery. You never see the robbery. 
Yeah. You know, it's like you, you and you're left to your own devices for a lot of his stuff. Like he'll pan the camera off to the side and there'll be violence and he'll pan back and let your own imagination create the scene. Right. So is he really doing the work or are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> or he puts it out of order, you know, like, right. you know, that's another thing too. Like, you know, certain scenes happen beforehand and then after and then you, you're, you kind of put it after now remap the whole movie you're doing in a, your head. You're and, doing a lot of work in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. A lot of it's watching, a lot of it's paying attention, a lot of it's going, what did he say? You know, and then go back, you know, sometimes I, but you know what? I don't care. I love it. I've loved almost every one of his films. Which I'm not, ones didn't you love? I didn't like Jackie Brown. Really? Yeah, it really was. I, I just felt it was like slow. It just didn't do it for me. I like Kill Bill Volume uh, 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I like 2, I think, a little bit more than 1. Really? Yeah. I like the, like, you know, after the first, you get all the violence out in the first one. Like, I think it's gorgeous. They're, you know, but then the second one's like this slow burn, and, and David Carradine's monologue about Superman is is so well written and so expertly you know acted and I'm like wow it's, it, it, well it, yeah you're right because I mean like that and the the part where he she meets his I guess adoptive father or stepfather or something yeah. like that and, and it's I can't think of the guy's name uh, Parks Michael Parks Michael Parks who's played two roles because he played the sheriff in the first movie yeah and he plays the this guy in in the second movie and it's it's he's brilliant because at first you don't realize it's him because he's you know he's make up up and he's right changed a little bit and he his style of acting well not his style of acting but the way he's portraying the choices the he makes are is completely different. different so it's like it's so brilliant he like like this guy should have got an Oscar for that part alone yeah that was that was phenomenal to watch you know and you're right you know but I mean I did I liked I mean it wasn't like my top like it wouldn't be like in the top ten or not top ten but top Five. Well, of- like Quinn's only got like eight movies. <laughs> He's my top ten. Quinn, dude. He's kind of like around eight. <laughs> really, what comes up at number nine? <laughs> Nothing yet. <laughs> it would be the top five of my movies, but I enjoyed it. You know, it's, yeah. It's, you know, I mean, I because I, it's I like De Niro, I like Samuel L. Jackson. You know, and it still still blows my mind that it's Bridget Fonda in the in right. the role as the blonde because she she looks so young in that fall. And I remember her from like twenty years ago, or right. you know, or about what. Of course, I think what actually you know now that Jackie Brown's kind of old now too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a decade since I've seen her in something like an action right. movie or, or you know, so single white female or that's right. <laughs> wow, oh wow, wraps around. Wow, it all goes back to single white female. And you just got fucking stop <laughs> farting in this I goddamn room. I can't help you know what I have for, for lunch. I had pork sandwiches. You can't have power pork anymore. I had, I had pork sandwiches. You can't have pork on Sundays. I had, I had two of them, actually. <laughs> I was like, I walked into the supermarket, and this Sunday, because the Eagles games were on, they, they were doing this whole, like, hey, 49 a pound for pork, or are you going to get pork, some pork sandwiches? I'm like, oh, that pork's really good. Give me two. <laughs> and they're like, sure, you want anything else? No. <laughs> and I ate it, and I was like, yeah, my tummy's all full. And now it's going, hey, welcome to the pork party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to be invited. <laughs> speaking of the pork party, yeah. Or speaking of the party, pal. Apparently, uh, Die Hard's making a comeback to the to the theaters to, for its anniversary. Oh, really? Yeah. Stacy's and Stacy told me she's never seen the movie. You're kidding? She's never seen Die Hard. Well, she knows about Die Hard. <laughs> the first one's before Die. Sure, sure. Of course it is. But she was just like, she's like, I've never seen it. I'm like, really? So I don't know if she's like. Because I think it's 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 coming the second showings this Wednesday, so I'm not sure if she's like 
I want to go. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to pay. I don't want to see it on the big screen. I could pop. I got it right downstairs. You can pop it in right now if you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, you want to go to the movie theaters? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, it's a greeting. Quentin Tarantino is a greeting. A greeting. A greeting. Whatever. He's a scumbag. Yeah, that's all the news I got. Trying to think now, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> now that was like going to be bothering me. Like, what movies is he is he stealing from? For like, especially like Jackie Brown and um. Well, he takes the genre of film and that he like okay, Hateful Eight is the old spaghetti westerns. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just feels like Quentin Tanner steal has stolen quote unquote stolen from the movies that you know he did back he, in back in the, in the day, day that he scored. Like you know, but I'm like, well, is it like? You don't get good westerns anymore because it's a dying art. Like no one cares about the cowboy nowadays. Right. So everyone, everything now is superheroes. Like I would like to see Quentin Tarantino get his his hands on a superhero character, but I guarantee you there would be not a lot, not a lot of action. It'd probably be a lot of talky. Like you know, a lot of monologuing or a lot, a lot of monologuing. Yeah, yeah. You know, soundtrack would probably be phenomenal. But you know. I don't know how how interesting he would find any of those characters. I don't know if he could pull off a, a superhero movie. He wants to fucking do a Star Trek movie. Yeah, it's he's got weird. An, he's got an idea like that's weird in itself. Yeah. I'm like, okay. but that's the thing. Like like with with sci fi, you you can almost get away with it because it's like his mind the way it works. <laughs> so you can fit in that sci fi genre in a way because it's like there's so much more creepiness that he could add to the factor and it'd be like it'd be a, I think a darker Star Trek than most of his other you know other I guarantee you no matter what there'll be a shot of someone's naked feet in it <laughs> <laughs> crap <laughs> he has got such a foot fetish it's so not even funny yeah Oof. it's creepy it is creepy oh there you have it folks <laughs> let you go into that one you watch any Quentin Tarantino movie, there's always some scene with a foot involved. Yeah, but, and the more the more the more you're talking like, oh my god, this one and that one. Yeah. Like, like Kill Bill was the Kill Bill, the first one was the toe. She wakes up and she's trying to she's trying to get out of the pussy wagon. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's yeah, you just want to move that toe and just close up her foot. You know, in um it wasn't his movie, but in From Dust Till Dawn, he he actually had Selma Hayek's foot in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um in um, his in Grindhouse, his Death Proof, there's a whole foot thing going on there too. The convenience store, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, in, the cars, yeah. When they're in the, doing the cars and in the bar, and yeah, she's got her foot up on the cat dashboard. Yeah, it's, it's you, you, telling you. <laughs> I think of Jackie Brown, um, Bridget Fonda's walks around barefoot a lot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did there, and everyone's gonna go. Fuck, now I need to see all those movies again. See, no, his foot. I'm trying to think. Was there a foot thing in Reservoir Dogs? I don't know. How to look. I'm going to Google it. After yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't anyway, remember that one. But, but thanks. Thanks for listening, folks. If you enjoy the show, show us your support by going to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget. If you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or want to get our opinion on something or if you find a news article that you want to hear our opinion on, you can send it to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can send it to Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. We'll see you next time on Geeksters. Bye. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that.
That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible.